Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert, and I love coming on here and sharing different ideas and things to make your life a happier lifestyle. And today I've got Atusa. She's recognized as a shaman, a transformational heart-centered healer, a spiritual guide, a motivational speaker, and she's also an award-winning, best-selling author, poet, and digital artist. Her passion is to help people light up by guiding them to release their traumas and reprogramming their fear-based living to a more heart-centered, peaceful life. And today we're going to talk about fear and releasing that. Welcome, Atusa. Thank you for having me, Denise. It's good to be here. Now, what inspired you to do this type of work? The type of work or the book? Well, I guess they're both the same thing. I was always interested in the healing modalities, doing different kind of healings for myself and helping others. And then life just got twisted and brought me to a place that it said, okay, this is going to be your life now. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And I opened up my practice and I started doing the work and it just kind of expanded from there. But yeah, basically my hope and goal and wish is that more people get to recognize the fears that they're carrying in their lives and why they're there and let them go and start tuning back into their heart and heart center and loving themselves and unconditional love and Sort of like this odometer goes more toward the love direction and that change, the ripple effect of that change, we're all going to experience it through the world. Now, can you explain a little bit about fear? Where does this fear-based world that we live in come from? It goes back to generations and generations of trauma. I actually talk about it a little bit in the book. And I say the way I come up with it is I don't know the exact minute the fear started percolating and getting down into generations. Maybe it was when man created fire and that fire whoever had the fire had the power and people were afraid of fire what is this it's the unknown i don't know what it's gonna do it hurts people it burns it destroys and oh look he has the power i don't so somewhere there that imbalance i think started at the initial human form but throughout the years it's kind it's expanded because people the wars and people trying to build empires and those empires needing more food and space so they're trying to take over other empires to gain that control and have that space and whoever if one empire goes and grabs another empire what happens those guys become sort of the slaves and lower class and the other ones rule over them so it's just that imbalance and fear and power 
that has caused it. And now we have still going on in today's society where we're still operating under the same condition, people fighting over land, people worrying about food, people worrying about not having water, war, all of that is still happening today. Now, what are the negative side effects of living in fear that you've seen with working with people? The side effects of fear is, it can be many different things, but it manifests itself as anger, depression, anxiety, all sorts of illnesses that we have, and not being able to sleep, obesity, things like that, all of that is side effects of fear. Now, for someone listening to this and they have a tendency to live in fear, what are some of the steps that they can take to change that or turn that around? The best step is to start connecting with your body. Start loving yourself and your body. Taking responsibility for your life. When we're saying like, take that victim mentality, or we think life is happening to us. And that all creates that fear more. But if we say, okay, no, I'm responsible for my life. I have choices and I can see my choices, even though sometimes I can't make the choices I wish, but I still know I have the choice. And so those are all starting points, but also just connecting with the body, understanding when those emotions are coming, you know, okay, let's take a breath and come back into your body, feel your heartbeat, feel your breath, tap into, do some grounding work, tapping exercises. There's so many different exercises and tools and breathwork practices that you can do just to connect your body because it's like that, what do they call it, fright or flight, like the fear comes and you just want to, your whole body goes into a place where, oh, I got to escape, I got to escape. And your mind starts rolling out, it's like coming up with ideas. And if your anger is your to go for your protection, then the anger gets bigger and bigger. If the depression, sadness is to you or your go-to place, that becomes bigger and bigger. But if you just pause, as soon as you start feeling it, come back into the body, ground yourself into the body, it starts coming down. I love that. So basically you're saying just to recognize the triggers and create mm-hmm. that awareness and then turning around and use some of the tools. So you mentioned a few practices. You mentioned tapping. And Are there other practices that you can recommend that people can use to I guess it's almost like switch it up. You're you're feeling this. How do you change that around? I love the grounding as well. Any other practices that you recommend? Yeah, um, I talk about a lot of different practices. If anybody's interested in my book, I break it down into awareness, how to become aware, how to take responsibility, how to see you have choices, and from there, how to do love and gratitude practices on a daily basis. And again, that brings more loving kindness. It opens up that heart space because that's what we're ultimately trying to do. Open up the heart space in order for that love to start flow naturally and openly And once we start feeling safe in our body, we start feeling safe in the world and opening up that heart, then the fear and triggers come down much more. 
So yeah, all those exercises are in my book, but my favorite is always love and gratitude throughout the day, not have a journal that you write it down. But as things are coming up, as you get up in the morning, as you're eating, as you're walking, driving, somebody opens the door, somebody smiles, somebody you're trying to go and they don't cut you off. They actually hold and say, no, you go first. All those moments is just like, yeah, I love this. Thank you. Now you mentioned doing practices during the day. Now for someone listening to this, who wants to make that change in their life, who wants to start living in love rather than fear. I talk to a lot of women, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth, I'm too busy. So what steps can they take to start introducing those practices into their day or their life? It's not about being busy. It's that you are in bed. You're sleeping. You're going to get up right when you're getting up. You realize you're awake right that minute should be a point of, I'm grateful to start this day. I love this, that I get an opportunity to start this day and I'm grateful for this day. Right there, that's one exercise. And hey, you're still in bed moving around. Your bed is comfortable. You don't want to get out of bed. I love my bed. Thank you, my bed. I love you so much. And you finally get up and you go take a shower. The water is nice and warm and your body feels good in it. I love my shower. I love water. Thank you for this clean water and for this beautiful shower I have right now. Thank you for this feeling. Again, you go have your coffee and you're waking up. Your body's like, oh, the smell of the coffee. And you're like, oh. Thank you for this coffee. I love my coffee in the morning. Thank you. Without you, I couldn't start my day. And you didn't need any time. It's part of your day. I love that because some people, especially some of these corporate type people, like get up an hour or two hours before you have to get up and do this, do that. And I find that energy very masculine. And with you, it's kind of just the flow and very easygoing and incorporating it into almost everything you do. Exactly. Everything. It's everything. Can you talk a little bit about your book? It's called Change Yourself, Change the World, Transform Your Life from Fear-Based Living to Choosing Love and Seeing Magic. Yes. So my book, I published it in August of 2023. It was bestseller in multiple different categories for a good amount of time on Amazon. And then it won three awards at the Book Fest Fall Festival, Fall 2023 Festival, two first place awards and one second place. And it just, it's a way for people to have tools and guidance of what they can do, sort of break down why they are feeling the way they are and simplifying things for them to see it a little bit more clearly, see their triggers and see another perspective of how they can shift. And my goal, to be honest, is that if more people start shifting and changing, then we'll all, again, it's that ripple effect that I hope to achieve with this book and those who read it. Now, I understand you're quite the artist as well. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, yes. Artists can sort of like combine into my work. So the, actually the cover of the book is my artwork as well. And I have a, I think, second or third page. It talks about how you can look at it and becomes a 
augmented reality, which comes to life and has music. But my artwork has been a process of bringing those healing messages out into the world. And I mainly do digital art and it's like layers of photos manipulated. I add colors and different drawings on top of it sometimes. But then a lot of it also too, like I said, has augmented reality, which has the music and the movements when you look at it. And Tiza is going to read a little part of her book for us. So the chapter we picked is trust. And what I talk about here is basically trust is a practice. Trust is not something you get up and you can do. It's really because of those fears that I talk about. It's so hard that we think we have to trust other people or things, but really it's more trusting yourself, trusting your knowing and trusting the universe and life and that everything is working out for you always, but it just has a divine order and divine time to it. And just because something's not working out right now, doesn't mean it's not going to work out. Things have to shift to bring it all together. So Here's the beginning of this, how this chapter gets started. Trust is one of the biggest practices and the most challenging in life. It's challenging to trust yourself and your knowing. To trust life and the flow and process of life. To trust that it is all working out for the best for everyone and everything involved. Is there a difference between faith and trust? From my perspective, there's a slight difference in the energy of These two words. Trust is implied in faith, while faith is not implied in trust. There is no responsibility implied in the definition of faith, but there is a sense of responsibility implied in the definition of trust. Trust implies support, having your back. And for that reason, there is more strength and power in the word trust rather than faith. In addition, there is an Acceptance implied in trust, that you are accepting what is and trusting what is to come. Rather, faith is more fear and hope-based, that there is a faith in something happening or being provided. Wow, that's powerful. Amazing. Okay, so we're going to be wrapping this up. Now, I will be putting all your contact information wherever someone's listening or watching this. And what, if you have questions, ask, where do you, where do you normally spend your time on social media? If someone wants uh, to Instagram. follow you. Yeah, yeah. Instagram is the best one after that Facebook. But I would say Instagram is the easiest way to find me. I have three accounts on there. I check them all. But yeah, go ahead, message me and I'll be happy to chit chat with you there. Now, I do have to ask, why do you have the different Instagram accounts? Are they different businesses or? So one is for my, all my practices, like everything I do. Then I have a separate one for my art specific. So my main one is at Atusa R, A-T-O-U-S-A-R. And then at Solistic is for my artwork. And then I created a third one because A lot of people know this about me. I, on a daily basis, I just see so many hearts in nature and everything. 
And I said, why, why don't I just, uh, I got tired of trying to post it in stories and say, I'll have it in one place. So I, I think it's been, I don't know even if it's been a year, but I created that account and I just dropped my hearts that I see in there. I love that. So if anybody out there wants to see love or see hearts, that's the account to follow. <laughs> now for our listeners today, what are your words of wisdom that you can leave for them? Take time to slow down. Slow down in everything you do, as I said, in your drinking coffee or um, hugging your kids or hugging your dog. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do, just take an extra few breaths in there and enjoy it. Let that joy sort of like, ooh, this is so good. I'm just going to take another five extra seconds and just really get it in there and let it go throughout my body. Because those are the feelings that, again, let your body know that you are safe, you are supported, you are loved in this world. Lovely. Well, I appreciate that because our media thrives on fear. Like, yes. sell with fear. And to be honest with you, I do not read the papers anymore and I do not watch the news mm -hmm. because it upsets me. And I would rather be on the happy channel <laughs> yes I, I agree with that we should have more happy channels that's another reason i did my heart uh account as well i said here's the account when you're feeling bad just go look at some hearts <laughs> well i live in a small town and really like our news is very little i mean we do have some disasters once in a while but i do get this daily thing and it's all about people's accomplishments and it is one of the nicest newsletters, like news news, that I've ever seen. It's people, their business is doing this, and that's opening up. And it's all heartfelt news. And it makes such a difference in your life when you start focusing on the positive rather than the fear. It is. I agree. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you for your time today. It was wonderful. And yeah, if you have any questions for Artesia, please reach out and and I'm going to be going to the Be Love, See Love Instagram and watching the hearts flow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Leaving you a gentle reminder to slow down and enjoy life. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz you just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.